1: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now don't forget, you can listen to good things on supertalk.fm. We're also on the Supertalk Mississippi app. We hope you know the best way to listen each day is on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Or you can watch us on your computer or your mobile device over at supertalktv.com. But if you want to take part in Mississippi's book festival, it's a literary lawn party. You're going to to. have to do that in person because they want you back in action this year for the 2022 Mississippi Book Festival. And joining us to tell us a little bit more is Miss Ellen Daniels. She is the festival's literary director. Hey, Ellen hey Rebecca how are you I am doing well I'm doing well I'm so happy to have you here today I know everyone is geared up and excited about the fact that we're back in action we're back in per- in person this year for the book festival so how
2: excited is the staff uh, we're so excited you know of course there's miles to go still but we are getting so much closer all the tents have uh, gone up on the lawn so that's been really amazing to see happen you know it's feels like uh, twenty nineteen again, you know, to be it all start seeing take shape. You know, it's all kind of been a theory. We've been a lot done a lot of arranging and now to see all those plans really come into action it's amazing.
1: Which I know a lot of people are ready for this to be back in person. It's such a unique event a unique event, special to Mississippi, special to the capital city. For those though who may have never heard of the book festival or why do you call it a literary lawn party, explain us uh, explain it to us, Ellen. How does that how does it work?
2: Well, so that you know that name was born before you know right when everybody was kind of dreaming up the book festival, and you know when we talked about putting it on the Capitol Lawn, they were like, "It's a literary lawn party." You know, it just sounds so fun and welcoming, and you know, a lawn party—that's always a great time. You Southerners, we're always out in our yards and everything, and so this is a lawn party just with books. It's with books. It's
1: got Author's Alley. It's got panel discussions. It's got food trucks. It really does have everything. And you don't even have to be a major book nerd to fall in love with it. But if you are, man, this really is like the Super Bowl of events for you uh, throughout this the year. This is your thing. Yeah. <laughs> this is your thing. Okay. So, what's new for 2022? I mean, it's been since 2019, since it's been back full force in action. How are y'all bringing it back in a major way in 2022? Well,
2: so we've got lots of great activities for kids on the lawn. One special thing that we've had that we're having that we've never had before is uh, we're going to have Rocky's house, which is from the Mississippi Children's Museum and the Barksdale Reading Institute. It's a traveling exhibit of their uh, Rocky the Reading Dog uh, for their literacy campaign, Talk from the Start. So there's going to be a little dog house. That um, encourages reading in young people with puppets. They can make stories. So that's going to be a really fun thing for kids to interact with. But one of the things that, you know, COVID taught us a lot um, with as far as technology, we're going to be live streaming all of the sessions in Galloway Sanctuary that day. So, you know, if you're unable to attend um, because you live far away or, you know, the sanctuary gets packed and you still want to see it, you'll be able to watch it right there on your phone or from the comfort of your own home. So you have options. You can come and be in person,
1: or you can sit and watch it uh, from wherever you would like. You talk about it get packed. If it's anything like 2019, they fill up quick, so you may be standing outside with standing room only. It may be better to go sit out under one of the trees and catch some shade and still be able to to peek into some of your panels. But that's because you guys have done a great job of always getting really exceptional authors to come and speak or people within the um, literary community, I guess, from publishers to agents and all the things. So who's kind of like on the must-see list? Who are you guys excited is coming to Mississippi?
2: Well, we have 170 authors coming to be on panels or in, you know, one-on-one conversations. So we've got a You know, so many that we're incredibly excited about. Um, You know, we've got Alice Walker coming this year to celebrate the 40th anniversary of her Pulitzer Prize-winning novel, The Color Purple, and the release of her new journals, um, which cover her time living in Jackson in the 60s with her husband, Mel Leventhal. And then we've got um, the Eudora Welty Foundation is bringing Jennifer Egan. And the Crooks Foundations bring Lauren, Lauren Groff. We have a Newbery Medal Award winner, uh, Matt Pena, for one of our kid notes, and then the two National Book Award-winning um, author and illustrated for they co- collaborated with uh, Congressman John Lewis on March, and that is the first National Book Award-winning graphic novel series. And they're coming for the follow-up to that. It's called Run. And so there, Matt Pena is going to speak to twelve hundred. Kindergarten through third graders on Friday, and then uh, Andrew Iden and Nate Powell are going to speak to 700 9th and 10th graders. But we're also going to blast those sessions all across the state so kids who do not live in Jackson can still uh, participate in those Two very brave men, Ellen, is. two very brave men to get in front of <laughs> thousands
1: oh, of, yeah. school, of school-aged yeah. kids. No, it, it will be it will be a good time, and, and I love that you're bringing in more students to the event. It feels like that's like a new kind of um, addition to the Mississippi Book Festival. We've been talking about it, Ellen, but I forgot to mention it's this Saturday, right? Like, it's this it coming Saturday, August the 20th. Is it just a
2: one-day event, or will things kick off and sort of trickle in throughout the weekend? Well, so we have our pre-fest party at Cultivation on Thursday night. So it's a great way to kick off your festival weekend. We'll have John T. Edge and Ralph Eubanks speaking there. Then they will sign books, and you know, there's all different kinds of food that you can choose from at Cultivation Hall. We'll have some, you know, some light hors d'oeuvres. But so then everybody can go around to the stalls, you know, get a drink, get something to eat. So that's just going to be a fun way to just kind of get the party started. That's Thursday. So then is Mm -hmm. there something special on
1: Friday? That's the night. Friday's the 19th, right?
2: Friday is the 19th. So that's, you know, we'll have something for all of our funders and panelists at the Mississippi Museum of Art. And they'll also have private tours of the Eudora Welty Foundation. But then everybody else, you know, we'll see you all at um, 9 o'clock on Saturday morning. Do you need a ticket, Ellen, to get to the book festival or come to the book festival? No. It is free and open to the public.
1: So where would parking, what would be your best sort of tips if we wanted to, if we're not in walking distance, maybe where can we park and walk to the book festival?
2: So, you know, there's parking all on the streets downtown, but we have First Baptist parking lots. We've got the Walter Sillers parking garage and the Wolf Building parking garage. So there's parking all around the Capitol. And there'll be, you know, Capitol Police patrolling all of that so everybody can feel safe with their secure parking.
1: And I know one of the best, uh, parts of it is the author's alley where you have all of, uh, Mm -hmm. array of authors who come and bring their books. So is it cash only or check or will they take credit card? Is that up to the individual authors? I know I don't want you to come and then see a great book and want to get it signed and take it home and then not have the, you know, the right means to doing it.
2: So, you know, the, our author's alley, we're having more than we have ever had. We have about 95 um registered for that long, long tent down Mississippi Street. And so it's really kind of at their discretion. You know, many, you know, will have like a square or they'll take checks or cash. And, um, you know, it is a great place to find a new author you didn't know about and just peruse all these different genres all through there. And then we have our booksellers on the other side of, Mississippi Street you know Lemuria Bookstore is our official bookseller but we've got 14 booksellers on the grounds that day and come hungry because you always have
1: the best food trucks so there'll be plenty to eat right we got some great food trucks for sure so if we want to keep up with all the panels go ahead and figure out and plan out our day for Saturday Ellen
2: where do we go for that? So if you will go to our website, uh, msbookfestival.com, there will be an option for schedule, and you can go through there, and you can really start planning out your day. But we just got our beautiful festival guides in. You know, it used to be a little pamphlet. This is a 33-page book, and it has all of the schedule laid out. So we're um, dropping some off at Lemurie, so people in town, if y'all want to go by Lemurie and pick up your festival guide, so you can really start kind of checking around, you know, have a physical object that you can circle and really plan your day out. But we will also have those available at the information tent um, on the South Plaza of the Capitol building.
1: What do you say to those that say, ah, I'm not a big reader, but I'm kind of interested in what's going on? Give them your spiel for at least coming out and checking it out.
2: Well, you know, it's just all good, all good Mississippi things just rolled into one space. Uh, You know, you you can't leave the book festival without feeling good. And you know, after these past you know two and a half years, we all need some some good feelings. And you know, everybody is just gathered together over their shared love of books or just community. There's music, there's food, and art. White waters. I did forget to mention this, Wyatt Waters will be on the Capitol lawn that day doing a live painting, and everybody loves Wyatt Waters, and to watch him paint live in action, and then you can um, enter a raffle to uh, try and win that painting. So there's something for everybody at the Mississippi Book Festival. Well, and we appreciate your time here on Good Things.
1: We encourage everybody to get out. That's kicks off Thursday night, but the big day is at 9 o'clock on Saturday there at the lawn on the Mississippi Capitol. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Y'all stick with us to get more for you up next.
3: I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. Every day, I see people in crisis. On the surface, they need a good meal, deep inside, they need hope. On my best day ever, I can't save anybody. But we each can be a tool God uses to change a life. I want to challenge you. Allow God to use you to help someone else today. Check us out at gatewaymission.org, helping people right here in Jackson, Mississippi. It's time to fuel up during the AgUp Equipment 75-year celebration. Save up to $3,250 on a new John Deere 5E tractor. Plus, you'll receive a $75 fuel card. Listen up, that isn't all. How about 0% financing for 72 months? Come celebrate with us at any of our 16 locations or visit us at AgUp.com. Offer ends 1031 2022 Fuel cards available while supplies last. Some exclusions apply. See Dealer for details.
1: It's one of your favorite Super Talk shows. You can get just about every show on your favorite podcast app. That's The Gallo Show, Middays with are Gibbert, Good Things, Sports Talk, along with other favorites like Thunder and Lightning, The Rebel Report, Eagle Hour, and so many more, including my new podcast, Tired of the Weight. It is your wellness journey one-stop shop. So if you're into all things nutrition and health, it would be the podcast for you. You can get it wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Tired of the Weight, W-E-I-G-H-T. And a lot of parents have not waited for this day, which would be move-in day for their precious freshman babies, but a lot of high schoolers have. They think, yes! Finally! I'm moving to college. I'm getting my own dorm room. Free And all the fun things that come with it. I have so many friends who have children in different ages and stages of life or grandchildren. And one of those stages that's taking over my social feed and just conversation is all of the newbies that are on our Mississippi University campuses, whether it's junior colleges or some of the universities. And what an exciting time. I mean, I know Rhino and I both went to a four-year university and remember what it's like being, you know, fresh. On the streets there uh, in school. And so I thought.
5: Everybody's so excited to help you out that first week as a freshman. And then because you have people that yeah. show up and help move you in. Like literally, sometimes you just pull up with the car load full of stuff and you got all these upperclassmen just pulling stuff out of your car. What room? All right. And they just hustle it up to your room and put it in the closet. Then you get to sophomore year, and none of that happens.
1: Nobody cares about you. After Christmas, nobody cares. Oh, you still made it. Congratulations. You are, you are one of us now. Uh-huh. And it can be fun, and it can be exciting. It can also be you know sad and emotional, and it's a transitional phase. And so I thought this would be a good time. We have kind of a captive audience with you literally just moving kids in or sort of having that transition. What would be the best advice that you would give a freshman that's going in to school for, you know, for their first year going into this new realm. We started this conversation over on the Good Things Facebook group, Man, you guys really have jumped on it. I think it, it hit a nerve, which I think is really cool. And you can also chime in 601 879 I think mine would be and I appreciate someone said uh, stay on top of your syllabus and don't procrastinate. I will say if I did anything well in college, I was like a syllabus queen. That's how I really dictated my next upcoming semester. I was over I was almost too over organized. Uh, but I would also say don't forget to have fun. Like big deep breaths. They're probably not gonna kick you out, you know. Um, <laughs> they may. <laughs> you know, it depends on who you're talking to. If you have students like me, my personality, it'd be like it would be good to say big deep breath, don't forget to have fun. It is, you know, it is that next stage, but still it's, you know, it's, it's going to go by fast. It's going to go by a lot faster than, than you think it will be. Four years zooms by and then it turns into like six (laughs) or seven, which that was another piece of advice someone gave was, you know, it's okay if you don't get it done in four. Like if, if that's, if that's your dream and goal is to get a degree and, and, you know, do that through a university. It's okay if you need to take longer so you can work or make the grades or whatever your life situation is. The degree is the same if it took you four and a half or five versus trying to completely squash your mental health and and bank account to only be able to do it in four.
5: Plus, you get a lot more out of it if you are willing to take those electives that you find interesting. Like I sat back and I came up with a handful of, of pieces of advice that I put on the Facebook group, but the, the one that came to me first was take those electives. If you're looking through the class catalog and you see, oh, intro to film or film and lit, and you're really into movies, take those classes. You're going to get a better experience as a whole from college if you find something you're interested in, and not everybody is 100% gung-ho interested what they're majoring in. Who knows? You might even find a minor that is suitable. Like, for instance, I was, well, I started off doing the whole pre-law three and three where you're going to go to undergrad for three years and then law school for three years, and I very quickly realized that wasn't for me. But when I switched over to business as a major, it's kind of difficult to get gung-ho about return on investment and accounting and all these other things. But I got really interested in the political science and the history classes, especially from certain professors that were really good at it. So I would take their classes all the way up to the the 300 and 400 level, the junior and senior level courses in history that are full of history majors, and it's just me, this random business major in there, because it was fascinating. Same thing goes for those film classes. I never had any desire to make movies or to really dive deep into them, but when you get that college level breakdown of how they take a book and turn it into a movie, it's fascinating.
1: It really is. A new, I mean, the grades matter. They go into your overall GPA, and that you know, it can be a win-win. When else are you going to be able to take classes like that For when you have to have uh, certain electives? Um, I, that's how I ended up being um, a, in the major of, of nutrition and dietetics there at, at the University of Southern Miss, except it wasn't an elective. it's It was a required class, but I would have never take in a nutrition course had it not been you know mandatory and so that would I would also say stay open minded and it's okay if what you go in thinking that you want to do with your life changes and i mean and, and if you do go in and finish with that and that's that continues to be your your passion kudos to you and there's a lot on the um good things facebook group talking about don't be afraid of trade schools either i totally agree with that you know, if you found, and we are, you know, this question is geared towards uh, freshmen who are who found themselves in junior college or universities. Just happens to be the question for the day, but that's also not a bad sort of advice to give um, high school seniors or even juniors as they're sort of thinking through what their next steps are. Um, that it's okay to not take the same route that everyone else is sort of taking. If you go a semester or a year and you recognize, let me tap out. This just isn't for me. You don't have <laughs> which sounds terrible, I always tell my daughter you have to finish what you start, but you don't have to necessarily finish what you started and just drag it on out. If you know, well, I'm just getting this degree and I don't know what the heck I'm going to do with it, then you know re- it's okay to rethink where you think you're going to be in four years.
5: Oh, yeah. If you get to the end of your first semester or the first year of college and you've just had a really difficult time, whether it be – with the social aspect of college or the academic aspect of college or just the responsibility it takes to, to juggle all that by yourself out from the nest for that first time, then take a good hard look at whether or not you want to continue. Because especially if you have loans, you're, you're a lot better off if you put the kibosh on it after one year and, and move poor. on to something that you can really pour yourself into then if you slog through it for 2 or 3 or 4 years and still don't have any enjoyment out of it you need to have a little bit of fun in college or you're going to miss so much
1: right i totally i totally agree with that there's a ton of you who is just simply saying go to class i mean it seems very basic advice for a good freshman Sophomore. If you've made it to your junior year, you're probably kind of sort of figured it out yet that you at least have to show up. But half the battle is actually going to class.
5: Yeah, and if you are a serial class skipper like I was. I was
1: say, who are we pointing their fingers?
5: Yeah, because I, I had a really big problem because I got to college, and I'm like, why do I go to class on the first day if we're just doing these icebreakers and filling out the little card with our information and our dreams and goals and we're getting the syllabus? That's time I could be sleeping. That's a waste of class time. I'll show up to the second class. Well, you need that syllabus. So the, the good rule of thumb for if, if you just need that rebellion to skip class, hold off until at least after the first month of class. After a month of classes, you, you get a feel for which professor is going to be a little better for, all right, hey, can I get the notes from you? Or you've made friends in the class where you can get the notes from the day you miss. And a month in, you're also going to know the classes where you can't afford to miss any lecture time or you're going to be lost. And you can work really hard on not missing those and balance it out, which adds another layer. There's always a hard number of days you can miss. Never go over that. It's going to be a headache.
1: (laughs) I was supposed to say, too, I found myself in a, in a prickly situation in a chemistry class, and I remember my advisor saying, whatever you do, show up and do homework for another class if you need to, listen to an audio book, but have your butt in the seat, because if you fail to show up, the university's not going to work with you on how you're going to move forward right. with this class. So just showing up is like half the battle for figuring out whatever prickly situation you may find yourself in. That's just good advice for life as well. So come on, ceasefire Text Line 601-879-4395. What is your piece of advice for all the freshmen entering the college world this year? We got that and some headlines for you coming up next.
5: and grown
6: the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 96. Tonight, a slight chance of rain, partly cloudy, low around 74. 30% chance of rain for your Tuesday, mostly sunny and hot, high near 97. And a look to Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
4: Look for more on the new menu, hours, and location.
5: Hunting and Timberland are some of the most highly valued and sought-after real estate available. Hi, I'm Mike Odom, realtor and land specialist with Four Corner Properties. And from every corner of the state, 4CP is your total real estate solution. Whether you're in the market for an investment track, a weekend getaway for the family, or you want to buy or sell a home, I'm here to help. Call me today on my cell at 601-927-5018 or 601-952-2828 or visit our website, 4CPLandonHomes.com.
1: It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. Around 25 million Americans suffer from some form of sleep apnea. Symptoms include excessive sleepiness during the day, waking up short of breath in the middle of the night, dry mouth and sore throat in the morning, and possibly even headaches. CPAPs are the most common form of treatment and can offer immediate relief. David Hoseman, owner of Hometown Medical in Vicksburg, told us the technology has changed over the years. If you tried a CPAP at some point and gave up, he encourages you to try again
7: the cardiologists association uh, they took up this 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 mantle about 20 years ago they know the importance of heart health cardiac health and the better you breathe the less the more pressure you take off the heart it's super important it's super important for folks that have heart maladies like AFib or atrial fibrillation the new machines are smaller
1: quieter and less intrusive
4: Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees.
1: Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or Delicious Ham Steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans, and rice. Your Bayou friends' jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's ham and sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's original beef or pork sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's.
5: Since April 1st, Blue Cross has excluded UMMC from its network, potentially forcing you to pay more or drive further for care. You deserve better access
0: and more convenience from your health plan. Learn more at UMMCCares.com.
1: watch good things on your computer or your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices. You can even watch Super Talk TV on Ceasefire TV if you have that. It's on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel, which will just tell you it's hot. And if you all moved freshmen into dorm rooms or sophomores into apartments or whatever it may be, it's just plain hot hot to do that in we are talking about the freshman experience but before they have that they probably were in some kind of pre-k class there's a great headline over at supertalk.fm that says the 2021 state of preschool report recognizes mississippi as one of top five states for high quality pre-k so that's the national institute for early education research say that Five times fast. Recognize Mississippi in its latest report on pre K quality as one of only five states whose state funded pre K program meets all 10 quality standards for early childhood um, education and so early learning collaboratives Mississippi has consistently been one of only several states meeting all the standards so that's pretty cool something good to know about speaking of colleges I saw this other headline that it wasn't about a freshman though it was about a graduate and it was a New Jersey mom but she rented a billboard to congratulate her daughter for becoming a doctor. And you know this is actually kind of becoming a trend. I noticed for Mother's Day and Father's Day this past uh season that there were more happy father's day happy mother's day kind of love letters and forms of billboards for us uh, for special people so i think hey the billboard industry is trying to make a dollar every way they can i get that no hey no hate to you but how would you feel if your mom i mean if you became a doctor and you create i mean you accomplish something to that magnitude i don't know if i would wouldn't mind seeing my face on a billboard for for that but i mean how would you feel right i mean would it wouldn't bear, or would you expect it if your mom did it? You already knew she was the kind of mom that would buy a billboard, but the young girl had no idea. She was driving into work, and she saw her face in cap and gown, and it. She timed it perfectly for the whole congratulations on finishing your doctoral program. There is a sweet piece to it. I mean, she had wanted, they claim, had wanted to be a um, a doctor since the age she was five. So this has been a very long and consistent journey for this young lady to finally reach this milestone and so the mom did pay 1250 bucks to have her face her daughter's face on a billboard overlooking route 130 in that specific sort of time I mean that's one heck of a hallmark card but what do you what do you think
5: I I imagine if it's a a long-term goal like that you're you're gonna have a a little bit at least a a modicum of pride but Anybody at that age, you're going to have that also just a little bit of embarrassment of being put out?
1: Well, someone said I'd rather have the money. It's true. 1250 bucks would go a lot further than...
5: It'd at least be a great start to a nest egg.
1: It'd be a nice start to a nest egg. I don't know. I think I would swerve off the interstate. <laughs> <laughs>
5: but, I mean, if you know your mom's the kind of person that makes the big public shows, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: So for Mother's Day or Father's Day, if you saw your face splashed up there, radical rhino, happy Father's Day. I would be Father's confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Assuming you're a dad, <laughs> what a heck of a way to tell you. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Try, rhino, you are the father. Then you would swerve, ah, on, okay. <laughs> you would swerve off the interstate, too. I'd be on the other side cuz of mom. You'd be on that side catching your breath. <laughs> what an interesting twist to using a billboard. But uh, I was I was thinking more in terms of showing your love and appreciation for mother's fathers whatever it may be.
5: I don't know that my dad would really I mean he would get a kick out of it, but then again he would go, "Why?"
1: My luck. Daddy would have something to do and wouldn't go that route. My luck with my husband, he really wouldn't go that route because he's one of you weird people who goes different ways to the same place all the time because it keeps life interesting, interesting. or you look at the app and you just pick whichever is the fastest way to go that particular day. So I would pay all that money, and he would never even see it. In fact, he'd probably get a text from a friend. Hey, saw your face on a billboard. What are you talking about? <laughs> and now I'm mad, and it's a whole thing. And so it would be a complete bum puzzle. I think you have to know your your people for sure. I think it's a sweet gesture. It's a neat trend. It's better than seeing someone who's wanted or whatever else may be up there. So,
5: Owe somebody some child support or something.
1: Which, although I think I don't hate that tactic i mean just as much it as seems
5: you, to work at least a certain extent
1: embarrassed that your family loves you, you think how embarrassed you would be the air your dirty laundry on the billboard as well so just something to think about as you have these students going into you better start saving up now over the next four years so you can have their billboard for when they graduate when they finally graduate you can you can put it up there.
5: Just stick a little bit back in the coffee can for the billboard fund when they graduate.
1: <laughs> Jeff in Oxford adds his piece of advice he would give to freshmen uh, moving in for the first year. If you are patient, you can make a grilled cheese in your dorm room with a clothing iron.
5: That is very true.
1: That is true. I would also say you can get really creative with the meals that you can create in a dorm room. Upside's just...
5: Well, it depends on what's allowed in the dorm room. Some dorm rooms are just blanket and no hot plates, no kettles, that kind of stuff.
1: Well, usually, you have a little microwave in the little usually, yeah, the little mini fridge,
5: unless somebody's abused that privilege and the microwave is blown up. I had that happen a couple times. People but, misusing the microwave.
1: I guess it was what ten, fifteen years ago now, I'm trying to think since I graduated. The foods that you can prepare in a microwave are way better. They've just oh, got, yeah. They've gotten a whole lot better.
5: Even the Easy Mac's better.
1: Than what they were whenever freshmen at, at Southern Miss. And it's not that you don't pay good money for the meal ticket and all the things. It's that at some point, either it's closed and you're hungry or you're lazy and you're hungry that's
5: another good piece of advice even if you're not hungry but you got the meal ticket go get it even if it's cold at least you've got it and you can eat it later it's better than not having anything
1: bill in Perkinson emphasizes the very most important advice that you can pass on to a freshman in case you weren't listening earlier is go to class
5: I've got two pro tips as far as taking notes keeping notes and retention of notes the first pro tip is if you've got Microsoft Word, or I think it's actually been split now because it's been a long time since I've been in college. I think it's split into a different app called OneNote, the note-taking app. But get the app and learn how to use it because when I was in college with Word, which was now OneNote, it has the option for taking notes. So you can be in class and you can hit the little microphone button, and it will record what your professor is saying in the lecture. And while you're typing, you can make bullet points in your notes, and then when you go back to study, if your notes don't make sense, you click right next to it, and it plays what they were saying while you were typing it. No. So it's like a rewind function for the lecture itself. And to piggyback on top of that, a great if you're having a hard time in class...
1: I need to redo class.
5: I had a really tough time with accounting it just it does not compute with my brain debits and credits in the wrong direction and balance sheets it's I didn't like it I I have a problem with that
1: was me in business law
5: but because I was having a problem with it I had to go above and beyond my normal just hey read over it cram the night before that kind of thing I had to focus on looking at my notes and studying more so if you are having problems in a class look over your notes again right after the class or at the very least within about 24 hours even if it's just rereading it real quick there's something about seeing it again that close together helps to stick in your brain where
1: were, where were you back in 2004 2005 I could have really used some help in some of those classes I was gonna say the other piece of advice I would say would be take your hardest classes during the summer
5: you, that is good advice.
1: You struggling? If you on to struggle bus for one of those core classes, chemistry, biochemistry, look at me, both hands up. <laughs> the the best advice I ever got was don't even try it during the spring or fall semester when you have so much else going on. Let that be the only thing you do during your summer and cram it in. Focus on it every day. Get it over with and move on with your life. It was it, the summer stunk, but you got it done. You got it done, and you moved on with your life.
5: I would piggyback onto that and say pay attention to the course requirements. Just because the course sounds like it's going to be in the the schedule of what you're supposed to take, when and where and how. Don't take a capstone course before you've taken the prerequisites. You're going to be lost. Yeah. I've never been so happy to get a D in my life
1: freshman again that would be exciting I'd do a little a few things different not all of them but a few just a few all right stick with us we got some good headlines for you coming up next
4: day. and right now just might be the right. At
6: TrustCare Health, we're reimagining healthcare for the modern world. No long waits or hoops to jump through, just the five star care you deserve and the convenience you need. From urgent care available seven days a week <coughs> to routine care for the whole
4: family. You're good to go. See you in a couple months.
6: You can get in and out and back to your life. Stop by one of our convenient locations or visit trustcarehealth.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better, faster.
7: This is a closing ag market report. At the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton is down 2.99 to 105.60. March cotton up 500 to $110.64. $1, At the close, the Chicago Board of Trade November soybeans were down 42 cents to 14.12 and a quarter per bushel. January soybeans were down 41 and a quarter to 14.19 per bushel. December corn. Was down 14 cents to 6.28 and a quarter per bushel. March corn was down 13 and a quarter to 6.35 and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, October live cattle was down 70 to 143.80. December live cattle was down 90 to 149.72. October feeder down 40 to 185.60. November feeder down 47 to 187.10. And that's how the Dow Jones is up. 165 points, 33,927. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi Agrinews Network. Have you ever seen a field of corn or soybeans or cotton growing
4: along the highway? Think about that for a moment. From tiny seeds comes this field of crops. You and I need to live our lives every day. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. We began much the same way as a seed of an idea that took root in 1922. In the 100 years since, the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation has contributed so much to our lives across every county of this state. From insurance to hospitals, from private property rights to road and bridge repair, Mississippi Farm Bureau has fought to make a better way of life for Mississippians, member or not. So, while agriculture is important, we are not just a farm organization. 100 years of strengthening our families, our communities, and our state. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years of faith,
0: family, and Farm Bureau. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Upbeat
1: On the Book of Faces, that would be Facebook. We hope you have joined us in the Good Things Facebook group. It's easy to do. Just go to the search bar, type in Good Things With. Rebecca Turner pops up. You can click join. Rhino and I will let you in. That's where we get the party started and have a little fun each and every day. We're having fun with advice that we would give to a freshman going into their first year of college. So many of you are talking on the C Spire text line as well as the Good Things Facebook group. You know, pump the brakes maybe on the partying. Set your boundaries for you know how you're going to handle yourself. Always, or at the sure. very
5: least, be prepared for the consequences.
1: Yes, have a designated driver. Always make that cool, and or use Uber and uh, Lyft and all the other sort of um, available services for you. Don't be stupid. Um, but that led me to a great headline. You may have already heard this headline today, but just in case that you didn't, when we're talking about intoxication, you can't st- not talk about the intoxicated bear that was rescued after eating hallucinogenic honey in turkey you can't make this stuff up have you heard did you hear about this right
5: i saw the headline i didn't read the article
1: officials in turkey said a young bear brown bear was rescued after eating found disoriented and intoxicated from consuming a large amount of hallucinogenic honey the turkish ministry of agriculture and forestry said the bear was found disoriented he was dazed he was confused he didn't know what had happened to him the bear was examined by veterinarians, and they found him that he ingested a large amount of the honey made from the nectar of an indigenous species, I'm not even going to even try it. The honey, though, by um, those in the area, are, is considered mad honey, and it contains some kind of toxin that it's a neurotoxin that produces hallucinogenic effects when consumed by mammals. The good news is they put him in a safe space, <laughs> and they let the bear sleep it off and then they let him back out into the wild. My thing is, how do they know he was hallucinating? Mean did they tell him? Mean did they ask him? Did he start sharing that things around him weren't looking quite right? Or that the stop sign grew legs and walked away? Or?
5: (laughs) I'm just laughing at the fact that somebody is on the internet selling mad honey.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm sure there are gonna be plenty of people who pick up on this headline for sure and run with it i'm sure it's been on the dark web for for a while but if you're that hard up for
5: the the language of this person's selling it anxiety melts into the background replaced by a calm confidence that strengthens the will and prepares you for whatever your day or evil extra extra dimensional forces might throw at you
1: you would make a great voiceover
5: i don't know if i want to try that honey
1: no that's up there with the individuals who choose to go to international rainforest and find frogs to lick for the experience in which they can garner from that.
5: Yeah, that's just a
1: bad time waiting to happen. We do not nor endorse licking of frogs or ingesting mad honey here on Good Things. Could
5: you imagine? Unless you're a bear.
1: (laughs) Unless you're a bear. (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, poor bear. He could also eat the wrong frog as well as get himself into the... (laughs) Get yourself into the wrong honey. Could you imagine though, if you were the honey seller, like the underground honey seller at the farmers market, and you had like your two stashes, you had your hey, normal Hey man, I got
5: stashes. some honey for you.
1: <laughs> and you come up, you have the right like, wink, wink, huh, huh, And you get your, you get a you know you get a different one. Hey,
5: Mister, my... Mister, you got me, honey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if Granny got the wrong one? Put it in her coffee or her tea for a little afternoon
5: granny's got the giggles all of a sudden
1: (laughs) that shouldn't be funny
5: yeah but it is
1: it is it sounds like the bear that got into the barrel of rotten apples and got intoxicated there was one there was a headline too not too long ago i think it was a deer or something that had gotten into a barrel that was for drinking of something that also found itself
5: I will always laugh at the video of the squirrel that got into it. I think it was cherries that had been left in a bowl, and they had fermented and created natural alcohol, and that squirrel was drunk as a skunk, just sitting there. And if you've ever had one too many, and you start to feel like the earth is moving and you're not, you can see the squirrel experiencing that, because it starts to lean back a little bit, and then the lean gets a little faster, and oh, it catches itself. <laughs>
1: You have to think you almost feel sorry too. I mean for the most part adults know what they're getting themselves into. Like the bear, the deer, the squirrel, all I mean, it's a complete shock to their system of like Whoa What what ride is this? <laughs> oh, and then to wake up in a jail cell the ba- <laughs> how that I get here. I just went out for some honey. <laughs> Uh, it shouldn't be as funny as it is but it's a Monday and it's good to get a giggle alright stick with us you got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6 Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2 but until then I hope you all find time for the good things